Welcome to episode five of Psychic Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. And today we'll be talking about mediumship for grieving. So sit back and relax and enjoy the ride because honestly, that's what life is. So today I wanted to talk about mediumship for grieving. We have the holidays coming up and the new year. This can be a very difficult time for people, especially if they're in the midst of grief or grieving, if they've just lost someone or they lost someone five years ago. It really doesn't make a difference. It's a tragic time and probably the worst time in someone's entire life. So when you're trying to navigate a new normal, this in itself can feel almost utterly impossible, as if it's never going to be the same in the sense of your life will, will, you won't get to that new normal. And you will, but it takes some time. As an evidential medium and grief counselor, what I do is I combine the two to make everyday life a little bit more bearable. Whether it's been five minutes or five years, know that everyone grieves differently and for different lengths of time. I lost the love of my life going on nearly 13 years ago. And my grandmother, who was my rock, she just passed. It'll be a year coming up in about two weeks from now. I, I think about them every day. And I know that finding that new normal is just not an easy task. Just because I practice the art of evidential mediumship doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. Or that I don't need to grieve when I lose someone close to me as well. I mean, these incredible losses have changed me profoundly. And I'm not going to tell you it's not going to hurt. It will, and most likely for the rest of your life. But I'm here to help you in this traumatic time. And what you can experience with an open heart and mind is absolutely, mind-blowingly, amazingly priceless. And I am not a, just this special person who has these abilities. We all have these abilities. So I just happen to have, you know, honed them and cultivated them and practiced and, and was guided by amazing teachers for years and became certified. And it's something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that I can do, but it's something that you can do too. I empower my clients by showing them the tools to start their mediumship communication with their loved ones. Don't get me wrong, I love reading for my clients. But showing them how they can do it themselves is really what I love doing best. I think it's the best gift I can offer and the best way of not only giving back, but helping you to live your life 
with your loved ones still with you, that's what truly matters most. For you to be able to feel their love around you again and to cultivate a different but new relationship with them is all within your grasp. They're just waiting on you. I can tell you without a shred of doubt that your loved ones are all around you all of the time. You might have heard of something called the witching hour, and it's usually between the hours of 2 to 4 a.m. And really what it is, it's, it's not the scary time of night where, you know, ghosts are going to come out or witches are going to be casting spells like they depicted in the 15th, 16th, 1700s, and so on. Um, what that is, is it's a time when your local time of when the people around you in your city or your town or wherever you may live are quiet. They're at either resting or sleeping. They're not, you know, utilizing electronics and, and you know, your phones and everything else. It's a time when you are more open to your loved ones coming through. Our loved ones are coming through all the time. But we're going about our day, and our days are crazy. We have a million different things to do and a million different responsibilities. And we have smartphones now where we're checking our email and setting up appointments and, you know, dealing with clients or bosses or your children's school or PTA meetings, a million different things. You get the idea. Our minds are constantly going and we're constantly thinking during our waking hours that there's no room for us to even look up to see or feel or hear our loved ones. I mean, this is why they send us gifts. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, my grandmother um, was my best friend and my rock. She passed last December um, at 94, and she wasn't a decrepit old 94. She was a 94 who was still babysitting my children when I had a client or needed some space for a client because I do my readings online. Um, and I will explain about that later as well. But she would babysit my kids. And, you know, she would sit and play with them at this age. So she was, I mean, she had more energy than I did, for goodness sake. <laughs> but my whole life, and I know women don't like to tell their age, but I'm 42. My whole life, for 42 years, I watched her put bobby pins in her hair and slept with them every night and slept with them, okay, to make her hair curly. She's part of the, you know, World War II generation. So for her, she would get, you know, what I would call dressed up just to sit in the house and, you know, watch TV in her later years and or enjoy her great-grandchildren 
she would sit around with her hair done, a blouse, slacks, you know, shoes, you know, slippers sometimes. But, you know, if I'm home working, I'm in sweatpants and a comfortable T-shirt. I'm in comfortable clothing. I mean, this is the difference, I guess, in the generations. But back to the bobby pins. When I tell you, I live on the Upper East Side of Manhattan, and I don't think I could even buy bobby pins, let alone find them. So after she passed, and I'm explaining this because as an evidential medium, it's helped me a lot with losing her because losing her has been probably the single hardest loss in my life except for um, another loved one who passed coming up on 13 years ago. It's been a kind of a big chunk of time between losses for me. And I've worried about my grandmother passing since I was a little kid because I was just so very close to her. And um, so when she passed, having honed my psychic senses and being a medium um, made the grieving process a hell of a lot easier. Our loved ones leave us gifts. A lot of the time, it'll be a bird that shows up at your window. It could be butterflies that are, you know, coming out of nowhere out of season even. It could be change. It could be paper clips. <laughs> I mean, it could be literally anything. And what, what we tend to do is our logical mind takes over after we see it and we think, oh, you know, I don't remember putting this there or finding something special in the street. We think about, oh, it's that, our loved one. And then our logical mind takes over and we just dismiss it. And you can't do that because they move, you know, heaven and earth, so to speak, <laughs> to show us, to get our attention during those busy times when, during the day when we're not resting and we can't observe them <laughs> and interact with them. So I am guilty of this as well, and I should know better. So back to the Bobby Pin story. She, since she's passed, and it's not even a year, I have collected about, I think about uh, nearly 50 bobby pins. And not all together. I'm talking, it could be a time when I was feeling sad that she had passed, or there was something going on in my life that um, she, I would normally talk to her about. And... I would look down. I'm walking in the streets of New York City. I am not walking outside of hair salons. <laughs> so it's nothing to that degree. I look down out of nowhere, and there's a bobby pin in the middle of the sidewalk, even in a crevice. <laughs> and I pick them up. I find them all over my apartment. Now, I never bought bobby pins in my life. So how they're showing up here, <laughs> it's Nanny, that's what I call my grandmother. So 
one day I was dropping my daughter off and I should, again, know better because I do have my clear abilities. And I dropped her off and I saw this kind of regular kind of clip that little girls use. It was brown and which is the color of Bobby Pimps. And I totally dismissed it. I looked at it. The first thing I thought, oh, it's a gift from Nanny. And then my logical mind took over. I said, no, you know, there's all these little girls in the school. It's probably one of theirs. It has something to do with Nanny. And I walk a couple paces, and all of a sudden I hear in my mind, well, you know, it's getting kind of hard to find the bobby pins. <laughs> so I had to laugh. Now, this is about 8.30 in the morning. Later on that day, uh, in the early afternoon, I was walking. I had forgotten about, you know, hearing her and uh, her message of it's getting rather hard. And I looked down. This is several hours later. I looked down, and right in the middle of the sidewalk is a bobby pin. I actually took a photo of it <laughs> because I had to show my mother. You know, she just couldn't believe it either. I had dismissed it earlier in that day, and my grandmother came through and was like, all right, I found one. Here it is. And as a medium, her loss hasn't been as bad as I anticipated it to be because I can feel her love around me. I can hear things that when I'm thinking about saying something to someone or to one of my children, I'll hear in my mind, no, don't do that, Jill. It'll just upset her or, you know, try and do it this way. Um, and I just know it's her because there, there are certain things and sayings that she'd have. And I'm not directly asking her for guidance and advice. These are times where I'm just thinking my thoughts and she pipes in. <laughs> She's, she was a psychic herself and psychic is an umbrella term, um, but she could foresee future events, not a fortune teller. And, um, she was right about a lot of them. She could read auras. She, I'm sure, was a medium as well. <laughs> so it's these gifts that we dismiss and we can't. Because during the witching hour, getting back to my point, is when they can communicate with us. Or rather, we can, you know, we have time then to be like, okay, well, it's quiet now, and I'm not having 60,000 thoughts a minute. So they're able to come through and get through to us. So if you find stuff, don't dismiss it. There is no such thing as coincidence. So, you know, <coughs> excuse me, doing this, makes a world of difference. There's nothing wrong with talking to a medium. If you feel the need to do so, yes, we can, you know, give you messages and reassure you in your own loved one's words, uh, you know, how they are and what they're doing, what they're up to and 
and mm, 10 times out of 10, the message is, I love you, I'm with you, I'm okay, and, you know, whatever else. But the part of the evidential in the mediumship I practice is there's always that special loved one that somebody wants to hear from. And so, and so-and-so may come through first, and then the client may not want to accept that person. And, and just through what's called psychic amnesia. Psychic amnesia is when it's kind of like television. You want to hear from that specific person so badly that anybody else comes through, you're not even realizing that you're not recognizing aunt so-and-so or grandpa so-and-so. <laughs> you know? um, sometimes other loved ones come through first because they could just be stronger communicators. They could have been passed longer. Your loved one may have been shy in life, therefore they are shy in death. Um, so never dismiss anything, always write it down because a couple of days later, a couple of weeks later, even a year later, it might just click and make sense and say, oh, that's who that was coming through. But your loved one that you want to speak to will come through. What I do is before we even start, I do four to five channeling sessions leading up to an appointment. This is how I work. I'm not the type of medium that has several clients a day, seven days a week. Believe me, I could do that. I could make a lot of money doing that. But I want my clients to know without a shadow of a doubt that the person who's coming through is coming through. That there's no, no way in hell that I could ever know certain memories and, and details that only you would know. So the art of evidential mediumship is rather a specialty a type of medium. It's, a, uh, it's not better or worse than other types, but for me, I usually like to not know who the person is. So I will channel your loved one, whomever they are, and they will come through me. I will tape myself speaking about what I see, what I hear, what I feel, what things are being said, what their name is, how they've passed, and get all the critical information, um, who they were to you. Um, anniversaries, birthdays, dates, anything I can get, I get. Because then when I sit across from you via Zoom conferencing, I will say, for example, um, I have a lady came coming through. We're going to describe my grandmother. So pretend you're me. <laughs> uh, or rather, I'm you. I have a lady coming through with light brown hair, kind of curly. Um, she says she's your grandmother. 
she lived till she was in her 90s. Um, we called her nanny. She passed from pneumonia. Um, she was originally born in Ireland. Um, I'll throw out a memory. If I get a memory from your past loved one. Um, and then, so I do these, uh, this is how I start a session usually. Um, the channeling sessions I do on my own before that. So usually I will see clients on a Saturday evening. And my, my sessions run two hours and plus, which is why it's $200 for this particular service. Um, I just did a reading the other day, and I went from 9.30 to 1.30 a.m. So <laughs> depends on how much information is giving or questions you have. Not only will I have the evidence beforehand, your loved one will be coming through in session. So when you're grieving, and I'm also a grief counselor, so... I have training and I have certifications for that as well. And I did that on my own because I, not because I lost someone, because I wanted my, I want to be the best of the best for my clients. So I want to combine the two because I know, you know, I have seen a medium or mediums in the past over lost loved ones, even though I am a medium. It's almost like being a dentist. Sometimes you just can't work on yourself. <laughs> So it helped tremendously. And it's not like we have a telephone <laughs> to the other side, but if you raise your vibration and they lower theirs, you can get a great trans session or channeling session beforehand. And gathering this information is really important. You know, Doing it via Zoom, and I prefer to use Zoom because it is a conferencing um, application that I pay for. It's quite expensive. <laughs> and the reason I do that, too, is because whether we're doing mediumship and grieving sessions, I am helping you to learn how to, I'm giving you exercises. Uh, or um, helping you how to learn how to communicate with your loved one on your own without me, even though I would be giving you a mediumship reading as well. I'm able to share my screen. I'm able to share information. And most importantly, I'm able to, you know, record it for you. So that way you have it and you can look back on it because there are details that sometimes we don't get or right away until after the session is over. Then we have to use our own memory, thinking, oh, okay, what did she say? What did she say this? Did she say the 17th or did she say, you know, the 15th? And, you know, most of the time we'll get it wrong if we're trying to remember it. So recording our session, I find is very important because mostly you're going to get information that is going to make you probably sad because you're grieving 
and you want to connect with that person and they're there <laughs> but it's also a gift because you have the exact information from our sessions that you can go over again and again our, for the rest of your life. Another reason I prefer online readings is because it's easier for our loved ones to communicate stronger through fiber optic Wi-Fi. I can visibly see your loved ones around you better on a video conference than in person. Who knew? I mean, the advancement in technology helps us even after we, live, we, we leave this physical plane. Another important reason is because I get to see clients from all over the world. It's not just in one area. You may prefer to see a medium in person, which is fine. I, you know, if that's how you feel comfortable doing it, do that. Whatever is going to make you feel more comfortable, not so much opening up because we're not therapists. We are connecting with the other side. So, However you want to do it is how you should do it. But, you know, being able to have a Zoom conference where it may be you and perhaps another couple of the family members. I mean, I could do it up to 100 people. We could all be on the same conference doing the reading at the same time from different places so that makes it easier too to do gallery style readings that way um, but besides the ease of it I mean it's just more powerful so your loved ones will like I said will be there and they will make themselves known um, if it's me who is the medium, I usually give a little bit of homework, per se, <laughs> for my clients, where it's just usually the week leading up to our session. You would, right before going to sleep, think about that person and ask them to come into your dreams. Um, a couple days before, tell them, I'm having a session with Jill at, uh, let's say, December 21st at 8 o'clock, and I'd really love it for you to be there. The other thing is, and this is a little tip for you, you can talk to them, either out loud or in your mind, but they're there. So if you're alone and you don't feel silly saying it out loud, I have no problem doing that, but some people are different than me. 
um, call their name first. Because if you're somewhere and you're in a room or at work or wherever, and somebody calls your name, say, Alan, hey, Alan, you automatically turn around because somebody's calling your name. It's the same thing when we pass. You call their name, they'll be there. And a lot of the times, they're already there. So, again, it's just a matter of us opening up our consciousness, opening up our awareness, basically, to be able to communicate with them. So I have a few parting tips for you on mediumship for grieving. Um, you know, the days are long, but, you know, the years fly by, and life is short enough. We all know that. And life is extremely precious. So, you know, if you're feeling stuck, mediumship will definitely ease the pain and burden of moving forward. It helps tremendously with the grieving process, especially if you're in touch with a certified medium who has been doing this and can help you establish your life from now on, what I like to call the new normal, because we tend to think of time as linear, so when we have a loved one who's passed and it's affecting us dramatically, we tend to think of things in terms of when they were here and now, after they've gone. So I know I did that. Even though I know better, it happened. So just, you know, be gentle with yourself. Don't force yourself to do anything you don't want to do. Don't let friends or other family members say, it's been X amount of time, you know, get over this already. Or they feel you should be at a different stage in your grieving process. Everybody grieves differently. So don't let anybody put pressure on you. Whatever you're feeling, feel it. Don't try and mask it. Don't try and push it down. Don't use anything to try and, you know, numb the pain. Because it's not going to. So just know that if you do feel stuck, there are people there that can help. I mean, of course, there's, there's psychologists and psychiatrists. They tend to deal with you on the scientific level and the emotional level. They really don't go beyond that. Now, of course, if you feel like you're beyond stuck and you're just so distraught that you can't, you know, take it anymore and, you know, please, please do get in touch with a medical professional. Don't think about hurting yourself because, you know, 
your life is precious and your loved ones would not want you to do that. They are there with you and they would be just distraught themselves to see you, you know, feel so bad that, you know, you may want to not deal with it anymore, so to speak. So please, please, you know, if that's the way you're feeling, don't see a medium. Definitely see a medical professional. But, you know, if you are in the normal process of dealing with having to have basically a new life and you're stuck in the sense of you're grieving and you're feeling it, definitely book some sessions with a medium. I did it many years ago. Um, I haven't done it since because I kind of uh, just, I'm lucky. My loved one is a very strong communicator and being an evidential medium, it, it helps me. But, you know, you're not there yet in the sense of opening up your psychic senses, your clear abilities, your clear voice, your clear audience, your clear cognizance, your clear sentience, etc. Um, so, you know, book a session with the medium and get the evidence because I don't want you to have a doubt in your mind that, you know, the medium was either vague or just gave some sort of, you know, kind of general uh, descriptions or whatever, which is why I, I really love the art of evidential mediumship because I want my clients to know their loved one is there. There is no doubt about it. So another tip is don't dismiss any gifts your loved ones put in your path. They know how you're feeling. They can now see things from your side if there was any tension between you and your loved one um, before, during life and before they pass. Um, just know they can see things from your side now, your point of view. Um, and even if not, our loved ones do leave gifts in our path, whether it's because they just want to say hi. And I know you're really busy, but <laughs> I'm with you and I love you. Um, or, you know, they know you're upset or you're going through a trying time with something else. That's another kind that they will come through and leave you something. And it'll always be something that's out of place or you just haven't took down. Definitely don't dismiss it. Don't let the logical mind take over because, you know, we all do it, but there is no such thing as coincidence. There's really not. And lastly, during the quote-unquote witching hour, if you happen to be awake or wake up, just try to clear your mind and your thoughts and lay there, and at first, if you have to, just concentrate on listening to your breathing, 
you breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth, in through your nose deeply, out through your mouth three times, your body will automatically relax. All the tension will dissipate and it also clears your mind. So it's a great tool to communicate. Um, there are guided meditations that you could use, um, binaural beats, and isochronic tones to raise your vibration or put you in a gamma state or a delta state, depending on uh, what you're trying to work on. But um, it will make it easier for your loved ones to communicate with you. So, you know, or even if it's during the day and you have time and you can take the time to just relax and be aware. And really, that's when you're going to see a difference. So, of course, if you have any questions or you'd like to book a session with me, you can look up my services at psychicmediumnyc.com. I am always willing to help everyone and anyone going through this because I know it's not an easy thing. And it will be emotional, but there's going to be a lightness to it when you're done with the session because you're not going to be carrying that heavy burden on your shoulders because you're going to be able to get answers or there's going to be evidence that you know, you know, it's that person and there's no doubt about it. And that in itself is just, I think, the best thing since white bread. <laughs> so definitely subscribe to this podcast because I have so many more interesting topics I'll be covering from how to meditate to connecting with your team of spirit guides, your higher self, the angelic realm, to how to read auras, and astral projection. I mean, I'm going to cover lots and lots of stuff. If you have any topics or questions about certain topics, definitely leave them in the comments in whatever platform you're you're listening to this on, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Breaker, <laughs> whichever one. Um, definitely, you know, leave me a comment. Let me know you liked it. Let me know you didn't like it. I prefer you let me know that you liked it. <laughs> but anyway, that's it for today. And remember, you know, we all deserve to live extraordinary lives. And I'd love for us to go on that journey together. All my love and light. This has been Psychic Today with Jill Bob.